the nation's coolest cool 97 fm good morning to you and welcome hey we have another edition of live tuesday and we're welcoming you we want you to be a part of it stay with us until nine o'clock if you possibly can and uh, learn some interesting stories from our guests so Live Tuesday, the only live morning music show on Jamaican radio, and it's right here on Cool 97 FM. We give you music, we give you conversation with your favorite artists. Now, here's a bit about our morning's guest, Rowan Sixie Morris. He finds his niche in Lover's Rock. You've heard him on Cool 97 FM many times, and has been performing since his teens. Now, this singer-songwriter was once a member of Barris Hammond's Harmony House and released his debut album, Sunrise, back in 2016. His most recent release, Stronger sees him collaborating with his daddy, and that's the legendary Eric Monty Morrison. Also with us this morning, Jamali, and uh, first made his way into the classroom as a teacher. Nice! Before stepping to the sound system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so teacher, sound system. We've seen that happen before in the 1980s and 90s, and with an undercurrent of consciousness to his music, what else would you expect? He would sing for the likes of King Jammy, Fattis Burrell before addressing and achieving success with hit singles and four albums to his credit. His latest project, Pleasant Place, is due out this year. Then we have Michael Nkrumah, formerly Ras Michael Jr. And he also, oh, I bet you his daddy's listening this morning. And also joining us, uh, he, uh, he's going to be telling us about how he builds on a Nabingi legacy from his dad, who is still quite an active performer, with whom he performed as a member of the Sons of Negos. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. He has gone on to hybridize the reggae with rock and funk, and his most recent album, Time Will Never Stop, is co-produced by himself and Paul Wexler, who also joins us this morning. Hey, live Tuesday. Our first stop this morning, the music of Rowan Sixty Mars. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Inside of Live Tuesday this morning, we're going to be diving into the musical history with Rowan Fixie Morris, and we've got some more music from him that's coming in a short while. So, stick around. So, let's see now. Where are we going to go now with Rowan? Rowan, 
Tell us. Well, firstly, good morning and welcome to Cool Yet Again. Yeah, that's a good way to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've still gotten this question many times, but no doubt uh, there are those who have not yet heard the response. Mm. Where did you get the name Sixie? Uh, morning, Diane. Hi. Yeah, morning to the crew. <laughs> morning, Sir Rohan. <laughs> yes, um, there was this TV show when I was a kid, the Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, with Steve Austin and Colonel Austin. Yeah, I um, adapted the name from that um, TV show because I used to, uh, as soon as the show's finished, I usually come outside and start to do this bionic move and this bionic peeping with my eyes. And my friends used to like, you think you're six, my, um, six million dollar man? And like, yeah, and I'd be lifting up stuff and doing that bionic sound. So I attracted the name from, from that. Age, yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't worry. You're not in the only. You're not the only one who used to do that. Hey. <laughs> what? I used to do it. <laughs> so, uh, six and nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good yeah, man. We used to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the younger ones are looking on and wondering what. All right, so thanks for letting us uh, understand that part of your moniker. Now, as a youngster, what was it like watching your daddy? And were you aware that your daddy was famous? I became aware when I was about, uh, I would say, like five to seven years old. Mm -hmm. And then I started to get familiar with his songs and his voice. And, you know, I, I kept on to it really early. Like, from about eight years old, nobody couldn't tell me, like, that's not my dad because I just, you know, took like a photo snap of his voice. And anywhere I hear him, mm -hmm. I always know that that's him and, and I wanted to be like him, you know? Wow. Well, that's, that's really good. You had some nice groundwork there for you. Now, take us to a particular day that perhaps stood out for you from back in the early years when you would observe your daddy at work. Hmm? Oh, man. You know, but was that aha moment for you? Uh, to tell you the truth, right? You know, my first time seeing my dad perform, I was living in San Diego, California, and I asked him, I said, Dad, I've never seen you on, on the stage before. And he laughed and was like, let me see a couple of them legs that you'll be shaking. <laughs> and he, he actually showed me a little show there. And then I received a, a call from some people in Miami that they wanted him to be on Heineken Star Time, so I got him ready and, you know, sent him on his way and, you know, by the grace of God, I actually got to see him perform in mass camp for the first time in my life. And then, there was a show that Mikey did at A2 Restaurant, I got to really see him do his thing right there. So that's my two time ever seeing my dad perform in my whole entire life. Whoa. Oh, amazed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, seeing there are many young people whose parents are involved in the music industry. And yeah, okay, so mommy and daddy are famous, but to them they're just mommy and daddy. And they kind of bring mommy and daddy back down to terra firma. Listen, you're still human, you're only my mother and my father, you're not famous where I'm concerned. But you've been influenced to the point where you have made music also your path. What is this attraction? Is there any other vocation that you pursue, or is only music? No, I am a I am a, a a chef, and I do some amazing 
things that I, you know, I just keep uh, certainly until someone find out. That, you know, because I usually do stuff like when I was living in the Bronx, um, I decided that I wanted to put some tiles in the kitchen. And the, the lady that I was living with, she wasn't there. When she came home and she saw what I did, she was like, ah, oh, let me find out. So I would say I have hidden abilities and, you know, things that I just wait and allow people to find out on their own. I'm, I'm never the type of guy that goes and say, oh, I'm a singer, I'm a chef, or I do this and that. It's like I, I'm a kind of low-key kind of dude when it comes to exposing my ability, you know? There's a song, Stronger. What is yeah. it like uh, for your coming of age as an artist and actually sharing a space with your, with your father on a musical recording? Oh, man. Diane, this, that, that was one of my, my um, unforgettable moments in, in my career, my music and my dad, because a lot of us that, that as parents, that is musicians or, or, or singers or whatever we we never really got the chance got the chance to to really um you know share the stage with them or the mic with them or you know do something together and i'm uh, you know every time i i remember it and and that day in the studio the vocal exchange that was going on with me and him is like a vocal gunfire and i'm like yo let me test him let me see what pops up to him <laughs> yo, it was it was a nice experience and i cherish that moment and i always remember it you know for real. Wow. Yes, you're right. As you said, vocal exchange. I wanted, I don't want it to go unnoticed. Yeah, they're hearing some nice voice and stuff, but you have a wonderful voice. Your music mm -hmm. is rich. Mm -hmm. And let me say something. You say you, you, you're testing your dad. I mean, where did you, when did you realize that you could really sing? Did he influence you? Did he take your hand, take you through skills and stuff, or? How did you get to yes. that? Yes, all right. In in the song in the in the song that um that stronger, mm -hmm. there was a part where where I was um saying that um she's my one and only lady yeah yeah and and he says lady lady and then I came back and I said oh, 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 oh. and he was like. Hey, hey. He's like throwing back things at me. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, he still got his, his guns up. <laughs> yes, yes. What's his age? Are you want to read that? How old is your dad now? Can you? Uh, I mean, he's about going on 80. He's 78, going on 79 now. Yeah. And he's still going strong. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's still going strong. Listeners, yeah. we'll have surprises for you. All right, we're going to. Uh, what do you, Ruin Fixie Morris is still with us inside of Live Tuesday, so let's take a bit more music. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, at the half hour mark, we'll be going to our commercials. So, Ruin, we'll soon be back to it. I think you know 
We have one more song we're going to take from Rowan Sixty Mars. Yeah. We're not done yet with uh, our chit chat. We have uh, three guests this morning inside of Live Tuesday. Thought it was me and you, baby. 
You go falsetto, then we hear you come back down, and you just seem to go through it to, with the great ease. Do you have any idea what your range is like? I am. I, I don't really have a, a limit on my range because, like you see, I, I sometimes I sing songs that females sing, and I can just sing it straight, just the way they sing it. Mm. I have a natural falsetto, and I also sing tenor. So you know, oh. I'm. All over the place. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stable. It's impressive. It's, bl- it's blessed. Yes. <laughs> well, before we end our interview, tell us what are you working on currently. Oh, I am working. On, I'm working on an album uh, with with my producer Paul Enton from the boot camp. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're doing some wonderful work. You know, we have some some things in the pipeline that's gonna be amazing when people hear it. So I am just. You know, doing what I'm supposed to do and keep myself prepared and, you know, ready for when it's time for me to go put on my vocals. You know, <laughs> I have to do, you know. Nice. But it's, it's coming on nice and, you know, I, I am thanking everyone for the, the support, you know, this initial support. Because this is my first single combat project. Oh. And, um, you know, it, it feels good to... So Sounds good. The response that I'm getting, mm-hmm. you know, from from the the people that is really doing the distribution and they they're responding to the producer that they're getting good reviews on it, you know. So it's, it's a wonderful experience right now. Wow, nice. Okay, so what we're going to do right now? We're just going to remind our our listeners that we have just spoken with uh, Rowan Sixty Mars. We've been diving into musical history with him, and we've got some more information coming your way because up next is an artist, Jamali. Right. So Jamali is next on our show, and Rowan, we're inviting you to stay with us. So keep listening all the way up to nine o'clock. You know how it goes for live Tuesday. Yes. And we're also yes, going to have Michael and Krumah. Yeah, another guest this morning. So keep it locked, won't you? And thanks yes, again that, for being that, our that, guest. That artist Jamali. Yes. Is one of the most prolific. Uh, this guy writes very good, very very good artist. And you know, if something's happening, but this dude is coming. I know he got some stuff for him. So mm. I'm listening out for what he has to you know, offer. You wow, know, a good guy. Yeah. Thanks for the endorsement. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we're going to listen for what you have heard. <laughs> And uh, let's see, what else have we got? Hmm. So we wrapped up that segment with uh, Sixty Mars, Rowan Sixty Mars, and now it's the sound of Jamali.
Jamali, our guest inside of Live Tuesday. Jamali, welcome to Cool 97 FM. And let's start out with the question of what you taught. Uh, what subject? Oh, uh, I, I, I used to teach uh, math and science. Math and science? Okay. Yes. What level? Tertiary, secondary, what? Uh, secondary. Actually, the last time I taught school was grade 6 to 9 at Kingston Senior High School. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what led you to music? Huh? Well, music has always been in my blood. Um, way before I even uh, started going to, to Michael Teachers College. Good old yeah, Michael. I started this um, at 14 years old. I remember my first year in their technical high school orientation week the first week I was at Jamie Studio School loses out Yeah <laughs> Yeah You know your name is synonymous with a major song, El Shaddai, title track of your first album. And it's still yeah. hit, it's still quite popular in terms of rotation. Let's yeah. get an idea of what went into that project on a whole and uh, that particular song, how it resonated uh, with you. Well, um, that was, I would say, you know, my, my inside home, my victory in, in Rastafari, as my way of life, um, uh, was my first dance with the Holy Spirit then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you call it that way. That song was just downloaded. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, I ended up writing the very first, uh, the, the second verse of that song before I even put the first verse on paper. I remember clearly. Um, because it was coming so fast, mm-hmm. you know, from the universe, you know. Yes. So I just quickly scratch it down. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was a very... Um, Monumental thing for me. Indeed. You know, I, I think um, the universe really answered my prayer to have something that I think would resonate with with the people. As we say, okay, if I'm not going to teach in the classroom, I have to find some other way to build a nation. All right. We're going to come back and speak with you because it really was a powerful song. We're going to our cool flight pack. So just to hang on. Who knows? You might know someone departing or arriving in the island, and this would mean something to you as well. So hang on. All right. All right. Seven, seven, radio. radio. This is Live Tuesday on Cool 97 FM. Remember, our sponsors are Health Creation Industries, Ashanti Oasis Vegetarian Catering, and Dairy Industries. And now here is a song that is going to have you rocking, singing, and if you just bought a system for your vehicle or your home, well, now's the time to try it out.
All right, so there you go, El Shaddai. How did you approach a project? Uh, well, not even a project, but any projects that you, is there a singular formula that you use, or is there a blueprint that you use, and then you build out on that blueprint for your singles or when you're working? There's on. a blueprint. There's a blueprint. All right, good. All right. Yes, uh, I, I bear in mind. Uh, say a man supposed to know three things: what is good, what is bad, what is true, what is false. And how the world works, mm. and um, and I I go from there when I when I'm writing my songs, you know. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I like that. You have an angle that you take yours. All right. Well, well, yeah. well, how about, uh, how about uh, do you play the instrument as well? Yes. Um. Actually, that song El Shaddai was totally composed by myself mm. I was um, I'm a self-taught musician <laughs> I play the guitar alright yes so that's how that's how that came about mm. did you, yeah, and you play the guitar in the song and that song too did you yes man uh, well on else should I yes. no not really um, what I remember when I went to the studio played it for for the musicians, and they were like, "Wonderful." <laughs> but can you remember who the, who the guitar was? The guitar was on. Uh, on that song, I don't remember. There, um, I don't think there was a there was a guitar on that song. It was it was. Lanky Marsden, I'm calling Reggae Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> one of the great keyboardists, you know, good slam. Yes, one yes, of the great yes. keyboardists. Mm-hmm. The I'm morning, Mr. Thompson. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> good, good, good to have you, my brother. I'm blessed <laughs> to have you this yeah, morning. Yeah, man, I get to find out that Miss that Miss, Miss, Miss Thomas may be my family, you know. Really? <laughs> Heck. Well, yeah, man, so you never know what Thomas my name. Uh-uh. Well, you know, that means you got a musical, musical genius. Mm-hmm. I didn't get one drop of it. She, she wants to Well, you, you're, here, you're here, you're captain in the musical ship, though. Yes, because I'm going to be a producer one of these she days. Oh, thing. my God. <laughs> Make sure to say a draft for me, you know. Thomas and Thomas. <laughs> Double T. Thomas and Thomas, right? Double T. <laughs> now, what are you working on currently? We're trying to investigate uh, the new music, huh? Yes, we're, I'm working on an album right now to be released. About when? Um, mo- m- most likely next month. For um, huh? its first quarter, it will be dropping for real. Nice. Yes. You realize it's March to 1. That place. March 1. So it's April. Yes, or, it's April. Okay, all right. So, good yes. stuff. Mikey. Mm-hmm. Do we have more music that we're going yeah, to be going to? Yeah, but you see, um, I was wondering if any of the, if you said any of the new stuff before, you know, just to so could tease a few. Yeah. Of it, yeah okay, which one? Which one do you have here? I sent over uh, my new song, one of the songs on the on the album entitled "On Repeat." Ah, okay, just mm. yes. yes. All right, so all right, so yes. we're gonna give it uh, a kind of first time. First time it's being played on radio. 
know, but it's not the first time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we time. just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> first time on Cool FM. <laughs> All right. Cool up the next time. I appreciate you guys, Steve. Yes, my friend. Yeah, man. Jamali on Cool 97 FM. Yeah, Afrobeat. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's <that> one sweet. <laughs> you ever been to... Thank you, sir. You ever been to Africa? Yes. You have? Actually, yes. I've been to Africa. In recent times? twice before. Pardon me? In recent times? Yes. I, I Actually, I was supposed to be there... In um, last month, 
Ooh. What happened? I I refrained from going uh, because you know we couldn't get a return flight to to come back in order for me to come and work on this project that I'm finishing up to to drop. Mm. Yes. Wow. You know, it was difficult to get uh, to get a return flight, so I decided against going. You know. You should have stayed. Linked up with some Afrobeat kind of musicians, and who knows? Yeah, come back with a right. leave your leave your luggage and come back with one thumb drive. Hmm? And it could well, change your life. Well, that's what never will happen. Not just yet, but <laughs> let's put it out in the universe. So probably will work like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right. man. Great to have had you on Cool 97 FM yet again for Live Tuesday. And we're going, to, we're going to be we're going to be listening to some more of your music, uh, and we'll be providing our listeners. And don't forget, when the album drops, you have to, to send over a copy, all right? Yeah, Mikey needs uh, all uh, the tunes. It would be my pleasure. I'd love to come back on. And this time, it will be the triple T. Oh, yeah. All right. That's what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, this song I'm up to made, made for a woman. Apparently, it came out in 2019. Um, yes. Anything on this one? I'm all about to... What's the inspiration? A woman, Mike. Yeah, well, a woman. You know, he said made for a woman. Made for a woman. What made? What, what yes, is it? The song is made for a woman, and and our 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 appreciation for our mother, uh, you know, for mm-hmm. feminine gender, really, because so much that's been happening to women in Jamaica, you know, violent wise and I think our 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 a lot of our men lack uh emotional intelligence, you know, and mm-hmm. it hurts me to see how they work with things, you know, they can't just walk away, you know. Yes, yeah, you know. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. when you tell them something they don't believe it, you know. Like I said to Dan, I love you Dan. I just look at me in a disbelieving way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're talking about. Yes, what you're
Fusion we're talking about all new with our good brother Michael and Cruel Friend session. We're in the session. So stay tuned. You're listening to, to Michael T. Dan Thomas and Mishika as we bring you Michael and Krubar live and your living color friends. Our cool 97 FM. Fusion and you.
Okay, so let's see now. It's live Tuesday here on Cool 97 FM, and with us in this segment is Michael Nkrumah. And remember, he has this new album, Time Will Never Stop. It's co-produced by himself and Paul Wexler. So we're joined by both Michael and Paul, and they're here inside of Live Tuesday. We're going to begin our conversation with Michael. Hi, Michael, and welcome. And hi, Paul. No flow, but good afternoon. Ooh. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I suppose it, depending on where you are in the world, all right? So we, we take it all on, on board. Talk to, yes, us. Right on. Talk yes. to us about your start in music. I was well, bigger. Your daddy had something to do with your initiation into the world of music. But yes. if there was anything else, tell us. Well, my start in music, really, it was from my father. I was a slave to the funde drum. And also, I was the funde timing player also from a little child upstairs with Bob Marley. So, you see, the music thing just come naturally in the blood. Because we grew up as Rasta Pitney, you know. Yes, so the little daughter father know them try to put it away head too. So <laughs> yeah. is the phone that drum really bring me you know, within music. Oh, okay. And uh, do you have a radio on nearby? No, don't don't fling it out, you know. But no, <laughs> let's turn it I'm out. Turn it out. <laughs> and it's outside how much you know, but it's pick it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, bless you. So now we're going back to our little chit-chat with you. So you have Funde Drum, and you had a chance to be mixing or certainly listening and adding your little piece to perhaps some of the very songs that we're still playing to this day. Because yeah. Ras Michael, Sons of Negos, their music has endured up to modern day and no doubt will outlive even us. Yes. What other yes. what other influences did you have in music? Well, um, I get the guitar side of it from Bob Marley. To tell you the truth, that God's love. Because my father was a Fundeite, and by me, he always came upstairs, put on my little earphone, and make me play the Funde behind him. When I'm writing songs with his guitar, and he always have some cute guitars. So me always say, boy, this, this guitar thing and the drums... You don't really need no other instruments. So as far as the guitar part of it and them thing there, and it's just coming from those people by being from being a child, you know. And the thing is, you now my father went on a world tour, and him carry me, and I went to America. So when I go to America now, I book up on some different type of music and different type of musicians. So I always have an idea, like I go into rock, all of those things to put the message to put a positive message oh. in the sounds, you know, so, hmm. and, you know, and, you know, because I'm not really too much of a good talker, you know, I'm a much better musician than the persons them now that I hooked up with in the States, they're just to clear myself. It's people like Paul Wexler, that is the son of Jerry Wexler, mm-hmm. and those people been a part of the movement of, as, activist music from the beginning of time if you remember you know if you could remember yeah you know so by me playing music i hooked up with some youth up there that play hardcore too you know and i play guitar too and we just get together and i start to put on my own shoes and the things start to you know start to spread and you know these brethren heard me you know we hooked up and put in a lot of work too you know yes but 
Joy is good. Nothing happened before it's time, you know? Paul so. Wexler. I need to find out from you. How did you, how did your path cross with Nkuma? Well, you know, Diane, um, I was I was friends with the manager of the hardcore band, the Bad Brains, that Michael you know hooked up with, and uh, the manager approached me and said we want to do some recording, and so that's that's how it that's how it began to roll. About how many years has this association, or months, has this association been in existence? Oh, my God. I mean, we cut this record like 35 years ago or so. Mm. Wow. My goodness. And, you know, the, the tapes finally were, they got on Earth, and the manager baked them up and sent them down to Jamaica. And so that's why it's it's becoming available now. You know, we tried to get a deal for the record for a session at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an offer from a big, big man in England. He said, I will put it out. I own it forever and you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. And we're like, no, we can't do that. Uh-huh. That doesn't even But sound... I took that record mm-hmm. onto dance floors big dance floors in New York and it was in also in London and people went crazy every time mm-hmm. when they heard session they ran out to the dance floor mm-hmm. and they just had the best time oh well we're going to get because I must admit I was uh, pretty surprised when Mikey placed that one uh, uh, on play because that wasn't exactly what I was expecting that was a surprise for me and it's fusion. You know, yeah. You know, Diane, we brought in one of the great drummers, uh, Steve Ferroni, who played with uh, the Average White Band and Eric Clapton and all sorts of people. And he put down such a great rhythm. Hmm. Who was on guitar? Because that was some serious guitar playing. Well, the, 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 the lead guitar player's name is Dr. No. He is from the Bad, the bad Brains, which is an all-black hardcore band mm. oh. <laughs> and they were groundbreaking in america mm. okay we're going to play some more music because we have 19 minutes to go with yeah. this show don't I, move we're coming I, back I, with more and since you're speaking of fusion I, I'm, we're going to play spirit of a warrior that also contains some serious uh, hard, uh guitar licks okay i like the titles of these songs yeah.
Atlantic, the world-famous brands of tools distributed by Atlantic Hardware and Plumbing are available at all leading hardware stores island-wide. Call 876-758-5583. The time by Atlantic Hardware and Plumbing is 8.45 a.m. And uh, just letting you know, you're listening to Michael and Krumah. Time Will Never Stop is uh, an album from him. And it's produced by himself and Paul Wexler. They are our guests inside of Live Tuesday. So, uh, let's get back to our little conversation with them. Mm. I, when we were listening, we listened to all three of your tunes so far, your songs. Now, Michael, at what yep. point did you leave Jamaica? Well, I leave Jamaica on the first tour of my father left. So that was... 1980. 1980. Yes. Now, are there any of the songs on your album or any other works that you have done where you have infused the Nyabingi sound with this European element? Well, to tell you, my, my dear, I want to... Not to say correct, <laughs> but... The, 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 the European influence, mm-hmm. this is just music, you know, it's just music, so I don't really categorize music, mm. you know, so it's like an ocean twice, so that's why I... All right, I want to tell you something. When I was young, a little child around here, in Cockburn, I live on York Avenue, as a matter of fact, no respect to York Avenue and the whole of the right there, the era, everyone, you know, that is here. The thing is, Everyone, when them was singing Dennis Brown and all of the rest of people, I used to love the sound of the people. You know what I mean? A song there that is, All these nights. 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 All uh, uh, so you still love this black brother with the big afro on his head named Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix, wow. mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the steering guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way I used to use all them teeth and bite up the guitar <laughs> them and sing. And, <laughs> and then now, my mother, you know my mother, you know, she's a joker, you know. She, she know I don't have locks because I have a little ball head. But <laughs> she built me the biggest hats. I remember she used to call me all the time when there was a band named Clash. Mm-hmm. And when them don't play, them mash up them instruments. So she always tell me, say, Mikey, I wish that I could be at one of them shows and beg them don't mash up the instruments <laughs> so I could have give it to you. Oh, so she, yeah, so nice. she was... Bless <laughs> her heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, man, she teach me two things, you know. She teach me one more thing to again about guns. She said, she showed me documents of soldiers laying down in the field, rattling with big guns and tankers all dead. So those were the things that she showed me, you know, you know that I, I don't really um, forget of my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and my father was something else. But as far as this music thing, you know, mm-hmm. that's why I, I, I do album. I do, a, if you follow, I, I've been there before and I did a, an, an acoustic album. Yes. With Naya Bingi drums. And I did an album named The Medicine Man with just Naya Bingi and guitars on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And also... And some of the tracks here that is on this album, I record these tracks in Jamaica here, you know. is not all of the tracks recorded from those long time. Oh. Shina Smith mm-hmm. playing one of the tracks here, Sad Sock. And um, um, I met my lover at a stage show. It named Stage Shows, you know. I'll, I'll also send that. 
Hmm. So those tracks was recorded here in Jamaica, you know. Hmm. I'll slide down bar to is them to also involve in it. So it's like it's a it's a cosmic yeah. too, you know, between Quite not to say Jamaican and American, just between people. Hmm. People itself, you know. Mm -hmm. oh. And yeah, you know, and, and a different tone of music and I wanna tell you, you know, sometimes you may ask me a question and I um just answer you in this format. I'm just really being my Myself, you authentic know, because self. Yeah, yeah, and 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 as I tell Paul, and hello, um, Tony County, New York, my manager, wonderful. <laughs> this album is not trapped to reggae. Mm -hmm. I would like this album to win the American Grammy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yes, yes. Good morning, you know, to go up for the American Grammy. Mm -hmm. Them try to categorize our music too much because I even hear some music that that the young girls sing. Them shouldn't categorize it just in one categorization. It should have be, you know, open up to everybody. Oh. Them have alternative. Them have alternative. Mm -hmm. And I'm not cursing anyone, you know, because I love everyone, you know. I'm just want us. I just want to get a want us everyone to just get a fair chance mm -hmm. when it comes to music because music is like the ocean. Everybody play everybody type of sound. Somebody hears something that they like, they. They gravitate to it, you know, so I, 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 that is a part of it that, mm -hmm. you know, really kind of get me a little confused sometimes. But through the mercy of God, Jamaica, Jamaica continue to produce. We are into everything, you know. Yeah, oh, yes. Very, very critical. That is your thoughts. <laughs> Paul. We are, Jamaicans are into everything. Yes. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, it, this is a set of people that are... Special. I'm not saying we are different or better than people. We're creative. We're very creative. That's very right. creative. Yeah. Now, Paul, tell us about the creative process yeah. for Time Will Never Stop. Well, basically, um, I wanted to get a feel that things would keep moving and, and, and have a sense that, like a train that keeps rolling. And it doesn't have a chance to ever slow down. It would just keep moving. And so that was the kind of groove that, uh, that was put together for it. But, but you see, basically, this is my role in the studio. I brought in these musicians that played on it. Okay. Which was including a very interesting guy named Ben Margulis. Mm -hmm. This, he was a very young man. He was only like 16 when he did this, 15, when he played the drums on time. Okay, but later he went on to produce Mariah Carey. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this was Ben's very first session. I was looking for drummers, and he was so young when he came in to rehearse, his father came with him. Oh, oh my goodness. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. No, you never know where the, this Cosmo will take you, man. All right, so the Cosmos is, uh, has put you together for Time Will Never Tell and other, Time Will Never Stop and other projects. Now, what is in the pipeline for, say, the next two years in terms of your association? Many more albums? Well, I mean, it's... It, 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 it's a matter of, of, of what Michael writes and then where we record. Mm. You know, if we record in New York, that's one thing. You know, if we record in Jamaica, that's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's, it's all about the musicians that you pull into the project. Yeah. Yes. And then you feed off of an energy 
mm-hmm. of the particular exactly. the particular place that you are. Well, we have to say thank you to you for being our guests this morning inside of Live Tuesday. We're about to play our final tune, and then we go straight into our cool flight pack, and then we hand over to another team who will start another show starting at yes. 9 this morning. So, yes. Michael, yes. final word from you, and then we close out with the music. Yes, well, Paul, I want to tell you that I love you, and Tony up there in New York, and my mother... My father, there's a very good friend of mine, I call him Coach, and, um, you know, he's here with me still. But, and I want to send out greetings to, 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 to Apache, Doc, and um, Crystal Clark and her family, you know. John Bird and the Fletcher's yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I want to thank you all too. Yes, you know, and big up yourself. Love, love to your brother Michael Thompson and you, sister, and looking forward to work. And before I get off the phone, all of those songs, I play rhythm guitar on it. Paul bringing people behind me, and them play their parts behind it. But all of my songs, them, I play rhythm guitar on it. The ones them that I do here in Jamaica, I play lead guitar on it. Spirit of a Warrior, I play guitar on it too, you know, so oh, all of my songs them, I play my guitar and I'm bringing all of those great musicians yes. to come and play their part behind what I'm playing. Yeah. I love him and I thank him, you know, and, and hey, I'm looking forward for a lot of things. And one thing more I want to say, the, um, I want, I'm crying for peace around the world, all over. I don't care. There is only one human race. There ain't no color around here. We talk about black people, white people, Indian people. It's only one human race. And I want the world to know that there is only one universal race. I don't want nobody to categorize me, say I'm from China, or or, or I'm from India, or I'm from Europe, or I'm from Africa. This is one world. We have the rights to everywhere, everyone, you know? Thank you. my love to the world. Thank you for the blessing. Yes, Brother Mike. Thank you so much. And the reminder. This is Cool 97FM Live Tuesday. Thank you to the production team. Nora, Yashika, Paul, Mikey, I'm Dan signing out. And we say thank you as well to you, our cool listeners, for spending time with us this morning. All of our guests this morning, it was an absolute pleasure to speak with you and catch up on the...